Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 85 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast Premier Video Game Podcast. Lots of news this week. PlayStation Now is cheaper and has new titles. Sony executives are experiencing a game of musical chairs and moving around, some leaving. Xseed has also made some executive changes. Brain Age makes its triumphant return. I'm just going to use your note. <laughs> I'm just going to read it verbatim. There's new Game Pass games coming to the service. Crossplay is open for business at Sony and officially out of beta. Um, Mario and Luigi Alpha Dr- developer Alpha Dream declares bankruptcy. It's not good. XCloud app is live, coming to Android devices. House of the Dead gets a second chance at life. When I think they're like really worthy, I'm just going with it. <laughs> and Red Dead Redemption finds a new homestead on PC on November 5th. Yeah. All right, that's all the news. That's yep. it. That's We're done. Well, yeah, you just yep. said it all. All right, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram. I'm Richard Bergman, joined today by Michael McLeod. Yeah, that's that's me. Not from space. Mm-mm, I'm here. And Cesar Concepcion the second. What it do? Welcome, guys. More games. Yes. More news. Don't stop news. Don't stop games. Good news. Well, some of it's. I would not say great. I don't think all of it's good. It's news. not all great news. It's a uh, it's good discussion point news. I guess is the is the key term. I suppose. Sometimes it's things that we don't really know how to address or. There was like maybe one release date announced, and that's all the news we have for the week. Mm-hmm. And we only had what one release date announced this week? That was it. Was the Iron yeah. VR? Yeah. And the the homesteading of the Redemptions. Yeah. <laughs> that also got a release date. Did we know that was even official? It was rumored. Yeah. I think the only difference is that it's not coming to Steam until a month later, December. It's coming to everything else. Is that in, in your article? It should be in that article. Yeah. Yeah. So November for. Everything but Steam, and then Steam in December. Well, it makes sense, because they just had their own launcher. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Well, yeah, we'll talk about it. Let's start with PlayStation Now price drop. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to add, before I forget, somebody posted, it's on Newegg or something, you can get a year of PlayStation Now for 60 bucks. That's a good deal. Yep. That's not, well, half off, right? Thinking about doing that. Half off of the new price. Mm-hmm. Quarter of the old price. So, PlayStation Now, this comes from Jumatsu. Uh, yeah, Jumatsu. Gematsu's own Sal Romano, the one-man band. Uh, PlayStation Now, the streaming service, has dropped to $10 a month. I didn't realize it was so much higher than it was. Mm-hmm. It's been 20 a month for a while. They were trying to argue that all those games were the reason why. There was a shit ton of stuff in there. It says 800 mm-hmm. titles, according to the Gematsu article. Uh, PlayStation Now, which is available on PS4 and PC, will be offered at the following prices. In the U.S., it's $10 a month. Twenty-four ninety-nine quarterly or fifty-nine ninety-nine yearly. Wait, so that's not a deal. That was the <laughs> that's same just price. the price. Okay, maybe someone was just trying to sell a subscription card through an affiliate link. Probably. I saw it and thought it was a deal. It happens. Um, they also added some some pretty heavy hitters there in the forms of God of War, Grand Theft Auto Five, Infamous Second Son, and Uncharted Four: A Thief's End. Some pretty big AAA titles. Kind of interesting to see God of War on there. Triple A titles, first party Triple A titles. Mm-hmm. Do you think this might lend towards them doing a more of a Game Pass style thing and getting those first party games in there? This might be a test for it right now with those games on there because it's only momentarily. They just let everybody know that those games are only on the service till January second. So, oh, they're leaving. Yeah, they're only on there for a couple months. 
Now, is it like Game Pass? If you have it downloaded, is it going to stay in your system, or is it done? They did not say it's only limited. Ah, because it is a streaming thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, you can download, I think, a PlayStation uh, 4 and 2 games. That's right. They added that within the past year or so. We talked about that. You can download PS4. The only difference that makes a big deal is this is the first time that you don't have to play the new God of War on a PlayStation console. Yeah, you can play it on a PC if you mm-hmm. intended to. Hmm. Now, the PC version will be stream only. So yeah. Right. That won't let you download that one locally. So I can play on PC with a Xbox 360 controller? You can. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Uh, PlayStation Now will expand on the industry's largest games library for a console subscription service with additional blockbuster content available for a limited window. So I see what you were saying, Cesar, this, it's the magnitude of what you can stream through PlayStation Now. Are there any other, because I think you're the only current subscriber, do you have it, Michael? No. I don't either. I, have, I think my only one now is Game Pass. I didn't jump on the Origin PC or... I tried EA Access on 360 or on Xbox One for... I did the one-year thing for like 20 bucks one time mm-hmm. and never played any of those games. So I was like... Are there any other big marquee titles in that service already? You were playing Nino Cooney last I heard you using it. Yeah, that's what originally I was using. They got a lot of PS3 games on there, a lot of PS3 RPG games. Because um, that's kind of how they were doing their, that was their backwards compatible thing was, was PlayStation now. Yeah, and the PS2 games they have on there is just the PS4 ports, that's all it is. So um, I can't think of any other first party ones. They got Bloodborne on there. Uh, they got a majority of the first party one on there, maybe The Last Guardian. I know they have uh, Ico and... Child of Colossus. Okay. But the PS3 version. Oh, the PS3 ones. Yeah. Did they do, because on PS3 they were 3D. Will they do 3D on the on the PlayStation Now service, do you know? It's kind of an obscure question. I haven't tried it. That'd be weird. I don't remember it saying that it wouldn't. Because it's the same game, right? Yeah. It's not like a different skew that got uploaded. It, has to be something, it depends on how the image is translated, so I don't know if it's something that's hardware-based. If it's hardware-based, probably not, but it's software, it'd be a different story, so. Yeah. Does the new? Are you going to keep your subscription with the new price point? I think I bought mine when it was on sale for like sixty couple months ago. About the year when they had it originally. Oh, there so, was a big sale not yeah. too long ago. They must have gotten some good feedback from that, as far as you know, I people s- adopting that program. I still fired up because I. That's what I was playing. Um, the Metal Gear Solid Collection on there. Uh, Does that include the first one? Does that have Metal Gear Solid? No, on it? just two and three, and four and Rising. And I think uh, I was playing some random RPGs on there, like Art and Elko, and can't think of what was the last thing I was playing on there. Red Dead Redemption One. Wow, oh. how did that play? Pretty good. It did well. Loaded up my save from the PS3. That's crazy. So I was in Mexico. Still, <laughs> that's where I left off on the PS3, and, and I just ran around in a circle. I was like, all right, cool, it works. That's where I left off on my last, yeah, my 360 playthrough. Mexico. That was one of our Game Club games. Remember Game Club? Mm-hmm. Aren't we going to do one for October? We had this discussion last episode. We did? Yeah. Did we decide on anything? Yeah. Was it Ghostbusters? Michael suggested the Ghostbusters. Because I did not pick up the Ghostbusters. I have to wait till Monday. Mm. You have impressions of it? Yeah, I played it. My I pick think up, you played it as well. My pickup will depend on you guys' impressions. Mm. Alright, PlayStation now. Michael, you have any interest in subscribing? Not currently, no. No? Yeah. If I can get a good deal on it, sure, why not? But I imagine most of those games I probably already have. I have the systems for them as well. So yep. if they start doing like Game Pass where they're like putting like new games on there, yeah. like yeah, I might do it then. I think they're gonna head that way. It is yeah. it only makes sense for the When they do, I'm all in. Alright, the next story is probably the, the one we didn't want to talk about. It's not bad. What <laughs> the PlayStation tweet made it sound awful. 
<laughs> it was so rushed. Uh, did y'all see that when it came mm-hmm. up? I started reading it. I was like, oh, God, what happened to somebody? All right, so I'm just going to read the PlayStation tweet. Uh, this is from PlayStation on September 30th at 7.05 p.m. It is with great emotion that we announce that Worldwide Studios chairman, Sean Layden. What does that sound like already? It's like he died. Great emotion. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it is, emotion could be anything. It could be <laughs> happiness. Dot, 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 dot. No, it's not in there. We'll be departing uh, Sony, was it Interactive Entertainment? Mm-hmm. S.I.E. His visionary leadership will be greatly missed. We wish him success in future endeavors and are deeply grateful for his years of service. Thank you for everything, Sean! Exclamation. And did not tag him in there, which was crazy to me. But since he has his own Twitter account, because he's a pretty popular and heavy user of Twitter, like he's, he's still he's not he hasn't posted anything in the Twitter account, but he's been liking like yeah, the Concrete Genie just sent out something about it coming out. He's still liking it. Uh, I saw he congratulated. I saw he congratulated either Rod Ferguson or Phil Spencer on the Gears launch. Yeah, he's like game looks great. So I, you know, he's commenting. He's active on Twitter at least. Yeah. he just hasn't addressed anything at, at all. This is from uh, the story is actually from GameDaily.biz, and the one the point that Cesar was making. This announcement provided little fanfare on the announcement, especially for someone who has had a long and distinguished career at PlayStation and Sony. Layden himself hasn't tweeted anything on his own personal Twitter account as a publication. In a follow-up with Polygon, Sony said that there was no other information at this moment. He's been at Sony since 1987. It's crazy. He's kind of been the, um, because I was thinking about the Game Awards. Remember, was it last year or two years ago? They had Phil Spencer, Reggie, and um, Sean Layden on stage. It was last year, right? It was last Mm -hmm. year, yeah. Reggie retired. Sean Layden is not at Sony anymore. We're all kind of thinking it seems like he's going somewhere else. Yeah, it's not, he's acting like he's got an NDA. That's why he's staying so quiet. Any speculation? It's not Nintendo, we would think. Stadia. Stadia. With uh, with Phil Harrison? That's the only one that makes sense. I, that'll be... I mean, I wouldn't count Microsoft out, but that'd be, it'd be kind of like the same situation he was already in. It's only where yeah. too many people cooking over studios. So that seems to be... you know they A couple of months ago, we talked about the restructuring. And it seemed like his role either diminished or changed to a, a level he didn't particularly want. He took over for Jack Tretton in 2014 to become chairman of Sony's Worldwide Studios. Um, so he helped, you know, he didn't help, well, he helped launch the PS4 in a certain capacity, but he, he certainly helped that market growth. They go on to note that there may be some additional issues within PlayStation. Yeah, internal strife. Him and between him and Jim Ryan, there's a lot of uh, crossing the, the toes. So who takes over as the face of PlayStation at this point? I think it's they're still trying to fill that role apparently, which is weird. Unless they change the capacity about what it is. Michael, you have any uh, any thoughts? I do not. I just love Twitter where everybody was nominating themselves for it. So mm-hmm. that is great stuff. Greg Miller's name is in the hat. Uh, Akumi. I think he's the only one that I would <laughs> that I would even care to see. Akumi, she's been. I think Sony's been trying to pull her. She's was touring all the Sony studios the last uh, couple of days. I saw that as well. It was almost like the Hideo Kojima shopping for a engine because yeah. she was hanging out with tour. Corey Balrog over there in San Diego studios, yeah. and then Usopp. She's like hanging out with everybody in Sony, taking pictures with Shuhei, like yeah. they're at a restaurant somewhere. She's cool as hell. And we didn't even know her about her until E3. So yeah. I, hope, I hope she's got a gig somewhere lined up. Um, do, 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 do. Anything else about this news? No. I mean, time will tell. 
I mean, yeah. right now there's not enough information. I mean, the only thing on here is the whole. I mean, it makes sense where they since they went to SIE, they kind of unified every all the regions, which I always thought was weird because each region's different. So, but it sounds like whatever they're doing, they're having. I guess is I guess is why they're trying to do this transition period now before the new console. So they have a they have their leadership kind of out. Yeah, yeah. Because right now it seems like it's chaos. The it's, house of PlayStation is in upheaval. The only other bit of news I remember from this article right here that was interesting was that um. There was a third-party developer that said that they're too quiet on the next console compared to the last gen. So that they uh, they made a, they said that they um, they don't know a lot of the specs on there and they're concerned. So, That's bizarre. But I think they they're doing that because of the whole Microsoft and powerful console thing. They don't want everything to get out. So that way, because at the point you get out, then you're just gonna one up each other. But does that does that shoot you in the foot in the long run? When so, you're, you end up maybe like a Sega Saturn where you've only got some first party stuff and you've kind of shot third party relations in the foot. I don't well, I don't think that'll happen anymore because before we had consoles that were made um, like a motion engine and specific chipsets. These are just PCs at this point. It's true. I mean, all you're doing is up in the PC specs. So I mean, everybody's gonna be using similar harder hardware. We all know this about game development. You just flip the switch and and port mm-hmm. it. That's all you have to do. That's all it is. So I mean, all that can all they're gonna really do is. What has more memory? What has more video memory? That's all the only difference at this point. Hey, our PS5s might just be a library of PlayStation Now. That's what we get on launch day. Jim Ryan had his way. He's big on the streaming. He's been streaming for a yeah, while. That too. So And no backwards compatibility. Those games look like shit. <laughs> Who would want to play that Gran Turismo game? God bless Jim Ryan. Yeah, he's a funny guy. Maybe, maybe Geo kind of gets more of that role. You want a Jack Tretton was the man. Like you know, we'll never job. forget that E3 yeah. Sony presentation with him coming out just guns blazing. He just and I always liked Sean Layton. He had a different style to him, yeah. but it was like a it was a calm. It it was still that enthusiasm, and it, I seem to remember him starting the T-shirt thing before Phil Spencer was doing it. Yeah, yeah, like he had like the Crash Bandicoot T-shirt on that one E3 before they announced it. It, it didn't seem like he was a big conference guy either. He always seemed like he was like. Let's get this over with. Yeah, because he was real straight to the point. It yeah. wasn't, wasn't a whole lot of beating around the bush with his stuff. Which makes sense why they went to the whole like secretive Sony. Yeah. That's probably was one of his ideas. I wonder if with Jim Ryan on there, they might go back. I mean, we all missed the big bombastic E3 presentations and everything, right? We're not... Yeah, it was it was fun and cool, but I agree with him where you know they announced too much shit and it takes forever. I mean, look, Shinmu 3 is finally coming on now and Final Fantasy VII remakes next year. Yeah. What was that, like five years ago when they... Yeah, we were stuff? in the theater cheering... Yeah. And kick, it's cool at the time from our phones. Yeah. Speaking of Kickstarter, I saw him getting some kind of bloodstain thing. I'm almost burnt. Like every time I see bloodstains, I like, think they're sending the physical rewards now. If you did a hundred dollars, it's like the. I guess I did the hundred dollars. I yeah. don't know. I don't yeah. remember. You did. Well, yeah, I mean, you both did the hundred dollars because we were like naming the credits. And you can't find your name. You have to watch the whole two and a half hours and scan for your name the whole time. As you uh, hit the options button and hit close app, that's what I do. Mm. I've been thinking about firing it up now that it's on Game Pass and just leave my Switch one sitting there since they still haven't fixed it. That date's in November, right? They said before the end of November. They didn't give a date. Oh, great. No, yeah. I'm, I just don't even think about it. And I'll throw the rewards right next to the game. It'll just sit there. Where All belongs. Right. We wish the best to Sean Layton wherever he goes. I think he's a super cool industry guy. Yeah, wherever he goes. I like I'm, him. He'll do a good job. Uh, there's some more um, executive shuffling at Xseed. So I'm going to let you take this. This is kind of your your shtick, this studio. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because Ken, Ken Barry. Yeah, Ken Barry's now uh, taking over as president, CEO, and CFO 
Um, he's taken over from the former president, Win Shinji Suzuki, which he used to work for Square Enix and brought that Square Enix model with Exceed. I always wondered kind of how they, you know, spun off and became their own niche thing like that. Yeah, he just went off and did his own thing. And then, you know, they got purchased by Marvelous Games in Japan. So, but I mean, that's, I mean, it's nothing new. Uh, as uh, somebody stated, I think, what's his name from uh, Wall Street Journal? I forgot what his name is. Takashi or something. I apologize. Dean, Dean Takahashi. Dean Takahashi. Yeah, yep. where, you know, they always do October 1st as a new quarter. So they always announce, like, these changes, executive changes. Yeah. Because we didn't go over, you know, the Sony Japan president retired, which was legit because I think he retirement age is 16. He was 60. So. Oh, I skipped over that. In the and thing. they actually named his replacement on, like, Sean Layden, which they didn't name his replacement, which was super last minute. That is so. strange. Starting to think with that restructuring, that job just wasn't what it used to be. And they're just phasing out that position, maybe. I don't know who does that, then. It, they, I would imagine whoever does it, they change the role. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to be the same. I, right now, you start as a clean slate, and you just set the expectations. So. We don't, I don't know, know how that restructure stuff goes. We'll see. I mean, I don't know, because we kind of skipped over that article, but they said Jim Ryan's, you know, he's more old-school business. Mm-hmm. So He loves games as a service. <laughs> That's why a lot of people are concerned. It's coming. Yeah. Get ready. So we'll see in the next couple of years because I'm sure whatever Sean Layden was working on will probably be into the console's launch, I imagine. In contrast to that, is, is yeah. Ken Berry with Exceed, is that a, is that a, a popular pick? Like, is that a, a good thing for people who enjoy Exceed's titles? I don't know. I guess we'll see. I mean, Exceed is going in a weird route because they've always been very heavy on PlayStation. and they all, They've been good on Nintendo, but I know on the PlayStation 1, they've been doing those niche titles where they've kind of been more... Sony's been more um, harsh on there with mm-hmm. uh, the regulations on those games. Oh, the censorship? Yeah. So it's been kind of affecting their, um, their not platform, but I guess their audience. So I don't think their sales have been there. So I think they've been, I mean, they haven't been real negative about it. It is what it is, but, you know, they have to kind of change out the way they do their business. So Going back, dipping in again to the Sean Layden story. Yeah. You saw the people on Twitter. It's like, finally, we got rid of the guy who's censoring the games. Yeah. Did you see those comments? I did. Of course. We don't know if that's Fucking Twitter, man. Yeah. Fucking Twitter. They just assume. I'm like, you don't know what's going to happen. But, right. but yeah, I mean, I know that's their big thing on Exceed, so um, I don't know. You know, people get mad about stuff. But, you know, they went through a whole thing where they cleaned up a lot of their people, too, so. We'll one, of their, one of their big translators ended up going somewhere, right? Wasn't that big story? Brittany something? She ended up going to ArenaNet, I believe, last I checked. I haven't followed her. I haven't checked her on Twitter in a while. I know she was big on the... Um, Trails games. She was the one that did the lead translation on there. Michael, you want to take this next one as we go for it? Fire I, back up into some brain age. I didn't look at it. Nintendo. This is coming from Polygon. Nintendo is bringing back the Brain Age series for Nintendo Switch. Nintendo of Japan announced a new entry in the Brain Teaser series known as Brain Age Nintendo Switch Training in Japan on Monday. The new Brain Age game will feature some. Will include some Switch exclusive features, including the ability to play mini games using the infrared sensor camera on the right Joy-Con controller. Players can play a games of rock paper scissors or do simple arithmetic by holding up the correct number of fingers in view of the IR sensor, as seen in the announcement video that can be featured on Polygon.com. So this is a uh, this is an extension of the Dr. Kawashima's brain training mm-hmm. series. I played the hell out of this on DS, the first one at least. I did too. God, this was a big. And I was like, this was one of those quirky Nintendo games where you, you get it and it's like, what is this? And it just sells like crazy. Everybody wants a copy. My dad, who has no, like, this, the realm of gaming, never crosses him. He plays Solitaire on PC and he's like constantly searching for the original Solitaire that he had. So yeah. that's, 
that's the extent of his gaming. And he was asking me about Brain Age when it came out. Like, I think my parents did as well, too. Yeah. I think they actually purchased a DS for it. <laughs> they, they got one for it and, mm-hmm. and used it? He asked me about it. I don't... We never got him one. I can't think of uh, any other game they played on there. They played some other game, uh, games on the DS, but I know Brain Age was one of them. Another cool part of this uh, announcement was the announcement of an official Switch stylus. Finally. Which, which actually looks like a pretty cool stylus. Hopefully it works on those uh, tempered glass screens. Yeah. Because I know people were clamoring for it for Mario Maker. Uh, the first comment on Polygon.com from Mini Carbonara is, I can only say, Kawashima for Smash. <laughs> the, there we go. The floating head. That's what we needed. Yeah, I see it's going to be out at the end of the year in Japan. There's no uh, mention of a release date for the Western release yet, so which I imagine will happen. I don't remember this 3DS title, Brain Age Concentration Training, from 2013. I do not remember that. Uh, classic Brain Age games will also be part of the package, including quick math-based games and kanji training. Michael, you might be down for some kanji training. The Switch version will also have competitive counting games and other new features like an alarm to schedule training, email-based summaries of training, and online leaderboards. That would explain the alarm section in uh, the new updates that we got. I was like, what is this for? It's like that, wasn't there a, like a Vita alarm game, like Wake Up? Wake Up Club. Wake Up Club. <laughs> I hate that thing. I've tried doing that before where I, I would wake up at like 6 a.m. What was like, it? What did it do? So you set an alarm and you have a certain amount of time to, when you wake up to press, like to interact, it tries to get you up. You have to do these like these mini games to wake up. Oh, shit. But, but what's crazy <laughs> is like they, they group you, it's an online game, so they group you with a whole bunch of the people around the world that has the same time similarly on there and you have to compete and try to beat them. So, mm-hmm. yo, I don't wake up like that. Like I'm still, tr- I woke so, up three hours ago. I'm still trying to like yeah. be fully awake. Michael looks like he's struggling too. So uh, I just remember you just had to, you had to get up at like if you had a six a.m. You had to get up there, press the button to start, and then you're competing like these weird mini games <laughs> against other people who's trying to wake up at six a.m. Or you be letting your team down. Yeah. And it's not a team based one. It's like whoever comes up and wakes up, does it first, completes yeah. it first, and wins. So. Is that still? Is it still active? Can mm-hmm. you still play it? Yeah, it's still up there. I might give it a shot just to see what it's like. Yeah cool thing before it shuts down and it's still free so it looks like it might be something that uh that they're gonna add to the switch if we get the uh if we get this as you said it's not confirmed for the west yet i imagine we will it was a huge success here i can't see it not being i mean we'll at least get digital at least um email based summaries of training that reminded me as soon as i read it <clears throat> excuse me that reminds me of the wii remember you play a wii game and you get a letter telling you like uh how many what minutes? you did for the day yeah, yeah. that's how many minutes you spent on this thing how crazy that the Wii was tracking gameplay, game time played better than the mm-hmm. Switch does now, and the 3DS. Literally everything except for the Switch. Everything. I think that's why it's, it's annoying. So many people were vocal about it, probably. So, because like I know you guys beat Link Awake, Link's Awakening, and I go in to see how long it took you, and it still says Michael first started playing nine days ago. I think so. it says five hours or more now. Uh, so it's updated. Yeah, I think mine's like ten. I think my cousin. His was like 25. I was like, damn, what are you doing there for 25 What was he doing? I was, I was like, is it 25 or more? I was like, he's, look, he's looking, looking for all around. the seashells? Maybe. Michael, you want to check out the Game Pass story? I saw you checking it out earlier. Yeah, sure. New titles to Game Pass. Nude titles. Some of that stuff's already up, or at least Dishonored is. Dishonored October 3rd, so yeah, that came up uh, two days ago. Dishonored Dose, specifically. Dishonored 2. Xbox One X Enhanced. Which I have not played, but I've had forever. I, I like the first Dishonored enough, so... That's one of those I keep trying to get into, and it just it doesn't grab me. Uh, I cannot play it nearly as well as I see other people play. Mm-hmm. First person stealth, just those two words don't belong together, in my opinion. So. First person stealth. Yeah, not so, a fan. No. 
I need to see what's around me a little bit better, so. Like you can in World War Z? Mm, October 10th, World War Z. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. Co-op, third-person shooter. It's Left 4 Dead, pretty much, but it's in third person. Yeah, you said you wanted us to try it out. Uh, I played it, but I couldn't get anyone to play with, so I didn't like it single-player, but uh, maybe it, multiplayer would be good. Is it live yet on Game Pass? Uh, no, it's uh, October 10th. Okay. Uh, also on October 10th, you have Ukulele, which is a Banjo-Kazooie clone. I know Cesar loved that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as long as I get the board game at the end, where I can never beat the game. Yep. So, a side note on Ukulele, this, the new one that's coming out that everybody's talking about, it's Donkey Kong Country, it's Donkey Kong Country. I, it, it totally, because I wasn't super excited for, well, we tried the demo when Ukulele came out, but I didn't know it was a 2D platformer like it is. So, I was looking yeah. at... Oh, the 2.5D. Yeah. yeah. I was looking at footage of it last night, and my youngest child was watching with me, and I think we're gonna try this out because she likes chameleons and all that. So we're gonna, I think we're gonna fire it up and just let her run around and, and see what she thinks as far as that goes. I will be getting it. I like those games. So uh, it looks good. I, th- I think it's getting good reviews, didn't there? It review is getting embargo good. Lift? It's getting yeah, good reviews bees. as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, October seventeenth, you have uh, Fallout New Vegas, which is an uh, Xbox 360 game. Uh, it's Very cool. One of the more popular uh, Fallout games, I believe. So. That uh, almost crossed into cult classic status because mm-hmm. I remember when it came out, people weren't as keen on it and it was buggy as hell and all that, but then people started loving that about it. Uh, day and day, you have uh, the day it comes out, we'll, you'll have uh, Felix the Reaper, which is available on everything, but it'll be free on Xbox Game Pass. Uh, this I remember is that. A, I remember that from one of the. Yeah, it's like a. Well, it says it's a 3D shadow manipulation puzzle adventure game of dance, dying people, and dangerous love. So it looks interesting, I'll say that much. So. Uh, why not? If you have Game Pass, it's free. Get mm-hmm. it. Uh, you also have Panzer Dragoon Orta, same day, which is a original Xbox title. Hoorah! Play this. Yeah, definitely a good game. Damn, it's like native 4K on the One X. It looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's some weird like cut off on the side, but outside of that, yeah, that's the only like a slim. Like they just barely. It's did like the it's not ratio. quite. Yeah, it's not quite 16 by 9, but it's close. It's like fifteen point seven by now. And of course, you have different uh, good catch Game Pass Quest pages, and I mean, yeah, all this stuff. If you if you're into that sort of thing, I only do it if it's convenient. So, Are the you, the membership benefit sales. Well, no, the uh, the points you can get. So, uh, you you have like different quests you can do. Per have month. you ever done those? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I do them if they're convenient. I don't go out of my way to do them. But yeah, I don't know. I have like four or five bucks, and because uh, those points translate to dollars. Okay. So, so it's you, actually worthwhile. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, you, if you're going to play the thing anyway, like like Dead Cells right there, earn two achievements within a game, it's 100 points. I mean, that's like 10 cents. So. Okay. You know, it, it's, probably, it's, not a, it's not a ton of money, but if you're going to play the game anyway. Probably it's, doesn't take long to get two achievements in Dead Cells, right? No. Or Jump Force? No, I can't imagine it would be. Dead Cells is on Game Pass? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it is fantastic. Love that game. I picked it up for Switch, what, like a year and a half ago? And mm-hmm. you gave me the case, and I have yet to try it out. It is fantastic. Those are some good games coming to Game Pass. Thank you, Xbox news.xbox.com for that story. <clears throat> As we alluded to in the preamble, uh, the PlayStation 4 cross-play program has exited beta. So you can now, as long as developers want to add that to their games. So in, in beta, officially, we had Fortnite... PUBG. Well, PUBG just now went live. Mm-hmm. I saw that Shuei retweeted that. Yeah. From Xbox. But yeah. it went live. That was cool. Uh, what other games utilized it? Rocket League. Mm-hmm. Somebody accidentally turned it on. Did Realm Royale ever do it? 
It originally was Fortnite the whole time, remember? Yeah, they accidentally turned it on. Yes. Look, we can do it. Uh, this story comes from IGN. Sony's crossplay function for PS4 has now completed its beta phase. Strangely, Sony has made no official announcement about crossplay being promoted to a full feature. The news instead comes from a Wired article which states that crossplay is now available to any developer that wishes to implement it in their game. Of course, this uh, preludes the launch of Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the biggest game of the year, so that would be a, a good time for that to be an official feature. Mm -hmm. I got a lot of people in my job excited about that. Um, it actually united all of us at work as far as as crossplay goes as well. Like mm -hmm. I pre-ordered Call of Duty for the first time in forever because of the crossplay function. I would always have two people here, two people there. You'd be on something. Michael prefers Xbox. Now we don't have to mess with that cross-platform stuff. The more mm -hmm. that that comes out, the, I think it's great for everybody. Win-win. Mm -hmm. And I believe the platform holders have figured out that they're not losing out on those. Uh, another sad bit of news on this. Um, the developer of the Mario and Luigi RPG saga, uh, franchise, Alpha Dream, has filed for bankruptcy. This comes from Twinfinite. That series started in 2003 with Superstar Saga. Um, apparently due to rising development costs and sluggish revenue income. They've made three or four of these Mario and Luigi games. Mm -hmm. You guys big fans of these? I've never dipped into this franchise. I think at some point I'll probably have one of each. From the GBA all the way up. Mm -hmm. Bowser's Same. Inside Story in 2009. Paper Jam in 2015. Was that the most recent one? Uh, didn't they do the remasters? Or is that yeah, there's a remaster came out early this year. Yes, yeah, two, two remasters they did. I want to say they made one after Paper Jam anyway. Partners in Time. Because there's a one with uh, Luigi's Asleep on the cover. I don't remember that one. That's that a, one came after Is that Paper Inside Dream? Yeah, I think that Inside came. Bowser or whatever it is. Most inside story, and then there's a some sort of a dream one too. According to Wikipedia, their titles developed are. They did some other stuff before the Superstar Saga. They made Hamtaro games, mm -hmm. Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, Partners in Time, mm -hmm. Bowser's Inside Story, Dream Team. That's the one with the no. sleeping Luigi. That's not. That's not Dream Team. I'm pretty sure it's not. Keep going though. The title... Right, maybe it is. Keep going. Mm. The main screen is literally Luigi taking a nap. Okay, so that's that one then. Mario Luigi Paper Jam. Right. Also for 3DS. And then Paper the, Mario crossover. The remakes of Superstar Saga plus Bowser's Minions and Bowser's Inside Story okay. plus Bowser Jr.'s Journey. Yeah, I've seen Nintendo picking up some of these developers and moving that internally. Uh, growing debt, according to Wikipedia, is another reason for bankruptcy, which as of March 2018 was over half a billion dollars yen. I mean, both of those remakes Jeez. didn't do well. I remember us talking about one of them. But I know neither one of them did well at all. So, it's wrong console. They're kind of sent out to die, right? In 2017 and 2019, mm -hmm. you, you develop 3DS games? I mean, it almost seems like they've set them up for yeah, that. We say that, but they were probably already in development. For quite some time. Probably. Alright, we wish the best for everyone affected by the Alpha Dream bankruptcy. May Nintendo officially bring you into their fold? I don't see them taking the company in there, but I see them taking some of the developers in there. Moving, making internal studio. Or <coughs> I always got them confused that. with uh, intelligent systems. I, thought, I always thought it was intelligent systems that made those games. Is it Paper Mario ones? Yeah. Close. Paper Mario and Fire Emblem, right? Yes. And Advanced Wars. 
Speaking of Advanced Wars, Microsoft's game streaming service xCloud officially launches as a public preview in the US, UK, and Korea, according to AndroidPolice.com. Because, of course, you can only stream these things on Android to start with. Has anyone tried it? Uh, I never got a confirmation email once I signed up. Yeah. Sign up. I never got through the sign You up. don't have to have the app as live. You could just get it? Yeah. Oh, well, nice. Somebody I'll at work it. just download it, and it lets you do remote play. Once you're in, the console's in the same network. So you still on have to be on the same network. Yeah. There's two separate parts. So he showed me at work. There's okay. two separate parts. There's one you go to the right, and you can do streaming in the console launches on the same Wi-Fi connection, okay. and they can stream all your games. Which we can currently do. Everybody can do with Windows PCs. Correct. Okay. And then there's the left side where you need the beta access to okay. do the, through the cell phone. Yeah, I don't really care about the streaming stuff in my house. I just play it on TV. Yeah. I, just out of curiosity, I fired it up on the PC in the same room here mm -hmm. and had it, like, playing one-to-one. So that worked, but that wasn't the xCloud service. So it's available for anybody right now, huh? You can download the app, yeah, and then but you have to have a uh, granted access to do the xCloud xCloud yeah, stuff. That's the thing. I, I never got into that. So here's oh. an here's an update on the AndroidPolice.com story on October first. The preview is live on the Google Play Store. Availability should expand in the future, and so far only a few games are included in both. It's worth noting that in order to play, you'll need an Xbox wireless controller with Bluetooth functionality. We're getting closer, gentlemen. Mm -hmm. All games everywhere, all the time. Non-stop. What were those games? You could, you got Gears. Here it is. Halo 5, Guardians, Gears 5, Killer Instinct, and Sea of Thieves. I still need to grab an Android device to try it out from somewhere. You could try your old phone? Mm-hmm. I'll still use my old phone for uh, ROM and such. Can you do... I can't remember the... If, I know iOS 13 supports the controllers, right? It mm -hmm. does. Does the the Xbox app within iOS let you do the in-house thing? Does not. Does not. But okay. there is a separate just the app you can get. But I mean, I would just wait for the uh, the official thing. Yeah. There's like there's like a somebody that made an app that that works. Captures. Connect to Xbox One and interact with your favorite TV shows, music, movies, and games. Essentially, you can use it as an extra remote. That's basically all it does. Mm -hmm. My friends are playing Battlefield Five. And Need for Speed Payback. Mm -hmm. And another user is on Hulu. Makes sense. <laughs> Little side quest there. What's up next, Joel? Um, this one's from Gimatsu. It's uh, Forever Entertainment announces the House of the Dead remake and the House of the Dead 2 remake. And Typing of the Dead. Not yet. Damn it. So, like, they signed a deal with Sega. They didn't announce platforms or release dates other than the first remake will be out before the end of 2020. It's from the same studio that's doing the Panzer Dragoon remakes. Which, that... <clears throat> Megapixel. That, excuse me. That Panzer Dragoon remake's kind of fallen under fire. People are talking about how different it looks, and I don't know if it ran well, or there was... The last preview event it was that they were they were not favorable on it. I'm yeah. still hoping for the best, but <clears throat> kind of worried about it. Probably needs more time for development. I, I yeah, it's supposed to be out before the end of this year, but I, I got a good feeling it's going to get pushed back. So. Yeah, Mega Pixel Studio, and they're making Panzer Dragoon Two remake. Mm -hmm. um, both titles will be developed by Mega Pixel. Due out first one due out by 2020. Both titles will feature new graphics to suit modern standards and slightly modified gameplay while fully preserving the original scenarios. A look at the first game will be shared in the coming months. They have been good about sharing progress. Like, here's where we are. Here's the first level mm. of Panzer Dragoon. So that's pretty cool. What is our thoughts on House of the Dead? What is our uh, our knowledge of the series? Any excitement on this level? 
I'll be more excited if they put it on PSVR. I think it'll work better. That would be amazing. Yeah. Now we're talking. That's just my personal opinion. Now but we're talking. That would be nice. Like a 360 House of the Dead type thing? I don't know. I played the first, second, and third, and fourth one. No, no, I'm, I'm sorry. Not Xbox 360. Like a 360 degree. Oh, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Not, maybe not the full... What is that? You know, not not what you would normally see, whatever that, that range is on a TV, but maybe, you know, a left to right type thing. I'm, not not quite I would think that would be around. the best for to do um, what I like gun. I imagine this somebody's going to be making a light gun for this if they're bringing in the consoles. Yeah. Outside of, uh, you can probably do it on the Switch with that um, infrared. Has anybody utilized that for anything yet? Shooting at the screen? Just one, two, switch? And that's shooting yeah. at each other. Uh, the game World of Goo uses a pointer. And so does uh, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Captain Toad does it. Okay. Uh, that's the only two games I can yeah. think of that actually use like a pointer functionality. That seems underutilized. I imagine there's some other stuff out there we're just not thinking Yeah, that's the only two yeah. I can think of out there. They might rope that in a Brain Age. Like if Brain Age has a tabletop option mm-hmm. or a um, TV option, let you do something with that right on the screen. That kind of thing. Yep. Um, I think this collection is on Wii. Is that the one where you can get House of the Dead 1 and 2? Or is that like 2 mm-hmm. and 3 on there? It's uh, 1 and 2, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure. House of the Dead 1 and 2. And then they came out with that grindhouse version of House of the Dead on Overkill. There. How was that? It was good. Pretty then solid. They, then they poured it over the PS4 for the move. I thought it was on PS3. PS3, yeah. Okay. On move? PlayStation Move, so PS3. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just like, um, what was that the series I did that with? Resident Evil? The Resident Evil... Mm-hmm. Um, they did it with No More Heroes as well. But yeah, I know the Resident Evil Umbrella Chronicles and Dark Side Chronicles. That's what I was trying to come up with. Almost at Outbreak, I was like, Outbreak's not right. Yeah. Yeah, both of those are uh, really good on... Uh, well, they're good on both, the Resident Evils. Um, I never did play the House of the Dead on the uh, on PlayStation, though. I've got all the Wii ones, I believe. We need to we need to the Wii those ones, out. The Wii ones were the Resident Evil ones. Well, I say they're both good, but... Uh, they're co-op too, right? They're almost mandatory co-op. They're, they're <laughs> it's that difficult. Fucking hard single player. What is it that makes it difficult? Uh, you just die too quickly. You don't have. Mm. There's just too much shit going on. You need someone else there uh, helping you. Now, House of the Dead is an arcade series. Those Resident Evil games didn't start off that way, right? They're obviously an homage to that style, but they're not designed to eat quarters. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Why is it? Why do you think they put that difficulty in there? Just I mean, so you could play with somebody? I mean, I I can't say for sure. Maybe it was designed initially as an arcade game. Maybe they were gonna do that, and then they, you know, took it back. I'm not really sure. So right. Last but not least, another birthday present for me, along with. What is it, Olympic Games? Mario and Sonic Olympic Games? That's correct. Coming out on November 5th to PC is Red Dead Redemption the Second. As they say on there, yeehaw. <laughs> According to Hollywood Reporter, another article from Hollywood Reporter. It's like when you build the news, you try to put one in each episode. Well, there's certain sites that are not blocked on my company network, and Hollywood Reporter is one of them, so... Surprisingly, uh, Polygon is not, but every other gaming site is. So, so before I found a workaround, which I'm not going to elaborate on air. Oh, I've, uh, I've got workarounds. I'll just get fired since I have okay, a separate okay. IT security department, and I'm not part of that. So, oh god, um, mine was a VG twenty four seven. It's like a, I think it's like a British one because I would get all these European mm-hmm. news things. Um, yes, Rockstar Games Blockbuster Western Red Dead Redemption Two is coming to the Rockstar Games launcher on October 9th. And Cesar was kind of alluding to this earlier. Um, it's going to be... It's like on everything but Steam. Because it's like on Green Man Gaming. And it's like it's everything. It's weird. But they they unlock on the Rockstar Games launcher to yeah, start with. This They went in there. If you go in Steam and play Grand Theft Auto V on the, the Rockstar 
games launcher. I mm-hmm. mean, on Steam, on they they patched it, so it has to launch to the Rockstar launcher now. It won't launch to Steam natively anymore. I also miss kind of like the Ubisoft. I missed this bit. It's coming to Google Stadia as well. Yeah, the uh, launch date. Um, but I think if you buy it from the Rockstar launcher, they give you two free games. That's what they were saying too. I was so excited to get um, San Andreas and like, all right, here's portable San Andreas. But we were talking about the music licensing. I was like, this isn't the right version of San Andreas. Unless you get a patch that patches them in there. Uh, so it's starting off on the Rockstar Games launcher, as we talked about. You get two free Rockstar games if you're choosing. Mm-hmm. Those those games include Bully, Max Payne 3, and the PS2 era GTAs. Uh-huh. Um, the game isn't launched to the new launcher. You can also buy it through Epic, Humble, GameStop, Stadia, and pretty much everywhere for everyone for a November launch except Steam. Red Dead Redemption 2 is coming to Valve storefront, but not until December. And I've been trying to find where I found it before, but they broke down, you know, they broke down the splits of selling it on their launcher versus, uh, Epic Game Store and then Steam. And it made sense to tier the releases across the launchers, Mm -hmm. because... I think the for some reason the Rockstar one I think it's at ninety five percent, and then the Epic Game Store split isn't it eighty twenty for developers, so they got eighty percent of those sales. Epic Game Stores I think is more than it's more than that. It is higher than eighty twenty. Is Steam eighty twenty? I wish I had earmarked that uh, that PC release schedule. We're looking it up now. Excuse us for the live. Michael's gonna sing a song in the interim. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> He's singing the song and the song will never end song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Over and over and over? Yeah, Developers like, receive 80, 88% of the revenue on Epic Games. 88% on Epic Games. Yeah. And then it's we know it's lower than that on Steam. I think it's like 70-30 on Steam. I figured as, as fired up as people get about different launchers and all that, I figured this would be some crazy-ass story and it's just it's not blowing up like that. I Yeah, I think everybody's over it now. At this point, it's just part of the norm. It just took a while. They've had their bitching session. They just accept that <laughs> there's other launchers. I, I don't know. Until something comes out definitively. But, I mean, I figured this would have more of an uproar, too. But yeah. Rockstar promises, this comes from TechRadar.com, Rockstar promises a range of graphical and technical enhancements for increased immersion, along with new bounty hunting missions, gang hideouts, weapons, and more for PC release. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I imagine also the modding communities super excited about it being on PC. There's always a lot of mods in those true. Rockstar games. How long until uh, everyone's riding Thomas the Tank Engine on? 90% of the time is I always see um, Shrek inside GTA Five. <laughs> That's the biggest thing for me. It's like the first thing they make. It's going to be Shrek running in Red Dead Redemption 2. Somebody also noted that uh, there was a... It looks like there was a reference to Oculus in the graphic settings. Which can only really refer to VR capability for the game. That'd be wicked. Can you play that in first person? I, I haven't played Red Dead 2. You can. You can? Mm-hmm. It's damn near impossible, but you can do it. What makes it difficult? You can't see what the hell's going on. <laughs> your cowboy vision. I mean, not... you and your your guy already walks like he's fucking drunk and underwater, so I mean, that makes it even worse. Huh? I remember hearing that when the game came out. How sluggish and like slow moving. That was probably from me. <laughs> Did it kill it for you? Yeah, I was, I'm still sitting on the game. I couldn't. I couldn't stand how like slow the man was. I'm like, get move your ass. Did you play much of Red Dead Dose? Oh uh, yeah, I got to the point where I got. Eh, no, I didn't get far because I was in the winter and then they seek shelter. Yeah, I got, and, I got past that. I, got, uh, I think I had to go rescue what's his face from the first game. That's where I stopped. Marston. Yeah, I, I played Spores. about five hours. I just. <laughs> 
I don't I don't know what it is about Grand Theft Auto and this series. The physics on the characters are weird. They all feel like they're tipsy to me. Or they're just like dragging through the the environment. They don't like move fluidly. In both series, you're saying? Yeah. In that engine? I don't know how many times in Grand Theft Auto I'd be running along and my guy would just like trip over something. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. There was a thread on Reset Era that I was I kind of dabbled into a little bit because I've my knowledge of the GTA games. I've played a little bit of five, but not not much. <clears throat> and mostly, the old ones aren't like that. Too, <clears throat> you know? That's what I was gonna say. Most of mine are are the PS2 and like PSP ones mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but. They were saying that the like that formula and all that, even though that GTA name carries so much, mm-hmm. that formula has been improved upon by so many different games. Like people prefer the second Watch Dogs. I know Cesar's a big fan of Sleeping Dogs. Oh man, I would take Sleeping Dogs over Grand Theft Auto any day. Uh, that was a common point yeah. in that thread. Like play Sleeping Dogs. It's the better GTA and, and stuff like that. Like the mission structure is way better and the characters are more interesting. It's not just, just raunchy for the hell story. of it. Like yeah. and Emma Stone. Emma Stone's the Sleeping Dogs. That's random. <laughs> I did not know that. As Emma Stone? No, no I doubt it. She has a voice for a character, yeah. She's one of the female. Hi, I'm Emma Stone. Leads. I'm a game. <laughs> Hello. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Hong Kong. I think it's the only video game she's ever been in. She's like some tourist in Hong Kong. It's her yeah, one yeah, appearance. Yeah, yeah you have like a two missions with her or something like cool. that. Two brief missions. That's on my list of shame. It's one of those. It is a fantastic I, honestly, game. I feel more pulled to play that than any of the Red Deads or any of the GTAs. You totally should. Home. I've played through it on everything. Is it, did it Is get it an PC? Xbox One enhancement? Because I know we got it for free. No, but it, it, it looks, it, it, that version's enhanced. I don't think it's PS4 Pro enhanced either, so I think those versions look about the same. So if you have it on that, I'd say rock and roll. Just whatever you have it to play it on, play it on. There. I have it on PC also. I may try it and see if it's got a ultra-wide support and see how that breaks mm-hmm. down with that city. I don't know if it would or not. It's interesting to find out though something to investigate another variable that will prevent me from ever playing the game you should just play I'll the just game. think about just it just don't even worry about it just pop it in for 360 on anything on anything just it's, play the game exactly don't worry about what it's on just play it alright you guys want to take a break and go to uh, go into games played afterward or we all good to go I'm good we are 45 minutes in I'm solid also yeah so that's our no potty break surprisingly yeah do we have a title yet anybody hear anything mm-hmm that stood out? No. I'm trying to think. Maybe we'll get something from games. Still it's stuck seen. on the brain ages trying for a turn. <laughs> hey, that could be it. That's the biggest news bit, right? It's the one that got us the most excited, at least. Who wants to start us off with games playing? Mm, I can't just knock it out. Do it! So, it's pretty light this week. I've been playing some other stuff, but I'm not going to put it on there. So, the three things that I am going to talk about, uh, very briefly, I uh, got Contra World Cores in, which we had all played the demo a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. or at least uh, Cesar and I had. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I don't, I can't confirm this, but I think the gun cooldown time is longer in the real game. I'm not sure. <laughs> it feels longer. All I know is it's getting on my nerves, so I stopped playing the game. I don't feel there's Gun cooldown? So, like, you fire a gun so often, it has to, like, cool down and it has like a cool down timer on almost it. like ghostbusters why would you want that in a contra game where the well, ghostbusters you shoot? can manually it's like reloading i get that <laughs> yeah. the whole goal of contra is to shoot the guns so, why would you want a cool down timer but it, it's getting rather obnoxious so uh that was the main thing that made me stop the add game. to the difficulty <laughs> that's all it does yeah and i imagine you take it away <laughs> and just blow through the game had it hours. been me i would have had one weak gun and then a separate gun which had a timer on there that would stop you from spamming the super rocket launcher over yeah. and over and over and you know 
But like the weak gun should just you should just be able to fire that. Almost like metal slug, it. where metal slug gives you the pistol and lets you have infinite ammo in the pistol. Yeah, and then you there exactly <clears throat> like metal slug. That's how I would have done it had it been me. But I don't I don't know what the 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 logic was here. Um, the game is pretty much the same as the demo, though. The the level layout's a bit different. Yeah, I could definitely see parts of the demo, but I, I feel they uh, took chunks. And in between each mission, you have to go back to a base of operations, and you can upgrade stuff. And I kind of wish it was a little more streamlined. I don't hate the game by any means, but it needs to be significantly cheaper for me to bother investing in it. So I already sent it back. We wondered when it was a $40 title, like, or was it 30 Thirty dollars. No, it's forty. It's forty. Yeah, because we were arguing about that, and we were surprised it was forty. Remember? It needs to be a fifteen or less for me to bother. Really? Oh, yeah. It, it's it has. I'm not gonna say it's bad. It has its fun moments, but it has more frustrating moments than fun moments. Cooldown timer. That sucks. Cause yeah. Remember when we were like looking at it on the PlayStation Store. I think it was like thirty nine, including the season pass. It's like you got gypped if you bought the physical version because you didn't get the season pass. Yeah. It's additional ten dollars. Yep. So. <clears throat> I remember not, you saying you went ahead and got the season pass, like you got everything with it. It is, yeah, because okay. I think the season pass was like half off or something like that. I think they knew the reviews were garbage, and they were like, um, and "Let's yeah, make money for this while we can." I have yeah. to reiterate, uh, and I didn't try the full versions, obviously, on anything else, but just from the demo, I have to reiterate. Definitely play it on PlayStation. Glitch, and, and we're oh, we do have audio, and it's fine. So definitely play it on play if if you care about the visuals. And they're running smoothly. Right. Although it runs fine on Xbox, it doesn't look as good. They definitely didn't put the effort in. It's not optimized? Oh, no. <laughs> I heard the switch, switch is blurry. The Switch version is blurry and slow. Vaseline-y. At seems least like, the demo, yeah. Yeah, it seems like they pushed it out. Uh, I felt this could definitely have uh, spent some more time in development. Yeah, they might have pushed it out just to get out before the holidays instead of just kind of... Leaving it in development a little bit longer. So mom and dad will go out and get a new Switch or a new mm. PS4, and they'll be like, I love Contra. That, I'll get the Contra game. That, you know, Konami might be part of that new process where they're like, hey, we're in, we're in the future. Yeah, Just patch patch yeah, it in. Exactly. Another game that could have used a little more time in development. Uh-oh. Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Ah. I'm actually liking this game a lot. I know you're a big Ghost Recon. I'm I a super big Tom Clancy fan in general. Yeah. So I got this. I got the season pass. I'm always going to do this. I just I like those games enough. I'm just going to do it. Uh, I stopped. Because I used to buy them and then buy all that stuff piecemeal. Mm -hmm. I, I'm just going to get it anyway now. So it doesn't You know you're going to play on many of your fans. Huh? I'm just going to get it immediately. So, uh, Excuse me. But the main thing, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the game. The main thing I'm not liking right now is because they announced this maybe two, three months ago, is the AI squad teammates were not originally part of the game, and they're going to be adding those in. Okay. So I don't play co-op. I play single player. Right. Um, not having my teammates is hurting. It's very difficult. It's significantly harder than Wildlands. I thought when they showed it off that your AI companions were like the drones. Is that you can get drones, drones? Yeah. but they actually have, they're going to patch into where you can actually have real AI teammates. I wish they would have just waited till those that got finished. Because you can, you can go to, this plays a lot more like the Division than say Wildlands. You can mm -hmm. go to like a base of operations where there are actively other people there. Like real people online. You have to be online to play this game. And it you requires can, it. It requires it. And you can, you know, uh, team up with people are there. Russell would be all about this game, just knowing how he is. Yep. Um, I, however, people try and team up with me. I'm like, no, like, no. I enjoyed Wildlands with you and Sydney. That's one of the Wildlands is very online. playable by yourself because you do have AI. Yeah. AI people. Um, is Sam Fisher in this game? Uh, not yet. So, <laughs> give it some time. Uh, your your 
Ghost, I guess, is a lot more customizable. Uh, you find weapons way more frequently, which is nice. Uh, again, like kind of like a division where it's like constant. I have good weapons in Wildlands. I have a sniper rifle I like. I have an assault rifle I like. I don't really change those. I prefer to play that way, but that's just me, I guess. Uh, but I like know in, customization. In division, you constantly find new weapons. This is the same way. I'm constantly finding new weapons and be like, oh, this is slightly better than what I had. So they leaned into the looter-shooter type of genre oh, yeah. more with this one. It's definitely like that. There are uh, The whole premise is you're on this island that... Um, it was like a Mark Zuckerberg-esque character, I guess. He's like a super rich guy who's developing <laughs> all these... like It's like data from Star Trek. See, he's, <laughs> he's developing all these technologies, and then you know the, the island goes dark, so you get sent in to find out what the hell is going on, so... Is he fighting for program to blink every so often? And then the Punisher is there. <laughs> Drink water. The guy that plays the Punisher, I forget his name. He's like a bad John Brenthal. There yep. you go. He has taken over the island, essentially. and He's in everything now. So these drones are, like, against you. When you when the drones spot you, you're pretty much fucked. Like, you need to take them down quick. Occasionally, there'll be drones flying over. You need to, like, duck and cover and, like, hide. Because if you don't, yeah, you're... I was going to say, can you hide from them? Like, you can you hide. Get away from the drone. Yeah, you can hide. You can just wait for them to pass. But, like, or you can shoot them before they alert, you know, everybody in the friggin' world to come after you. Uh, you also have a stamina meter, and you did not have that in uh, Wildlands. So. What does a stamina meter do so, affect how fast you run? Well, yeah, you get tired. Uh, your health will start to dissipate. So that's another reason, like, if you get seen... You're not just going to run away unless you have a vehicle nearby. So I, I like it. I don't like it as much as Wildlands now. I just think it needs a little more time. But that's that's it. I'll, I hear lots of complaints about the microtransactions. What do they consist of? Uh, you can pretty much buy anything you want. On the pay-to-win style? Here's the thing. That's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing pay-to-win a lot. I don't... I don't super agree with that. I do agree with it to a degree that if you didn't want to get these guns yourself, play the game. You mm -hmm. could essentially just buy them. Okay. Uh, the multiplayer balances everybody, though. If you do PvP, no one's better than anyone else. Well, that's good. So, like, your gun power is not going to be any stronger than anyone else. So, so it's not it's not pay to win. It's people pay, to, are, pay to cheat code. Essentially. Okay. People are constantly bitching about this. That's all I... Like, I looked up reviews before I did this. A lot of reviews aren't up. Uh, people are constantly bitching. Here's the thing. You do not have to buy any of that stuff. I have not bought a bit of it. Uh, you can play the game completely normally without it. If you want to buy a gun or a weapon attachment, by all means. I think they're a little overpriced, but you don't have to buy them. They're horse armor? <laughs> they, well, I mean, they do. They, they will give you a gun or, you know, they'll give you nice stuff. Yeah. There's also a lot of free stuff in the uh, uh, Ubisoft. It's called Uplay. It used to be. What's it called now? They changed the name of it. I don't know. Whatever their little website thing where yeah. it kicks you out and you have to use points for whatever uh, games you play. I know what you're talking about. But there's about. a ton of stuff in there that I got for free. So mm -hmm. I'm just like, okay, cool. Um, I imagine they'll partner with Twitch and start giving away stuff for it. Like not, those mm -hmm. Twitch giveaways. But that's all I'm hearing is, oh, it's pay to win. It's like, you, yeah, but I mean, if you do that, that's no one's forcing you to buy that stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, no one's saying, hey, you got to do this or you're not going to be able to play the game. So I don't, I don't get that argument. That's an option. It's right. 100% an option. It's really no different than, I would say, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which everyone perceived better. You didn't hear nearly as much about it. Because you can buy all kinds of stuff in Odyssey as Is well. it because of the multiplayer element? I would imagine. 
But you, it doesn't affect it doesn't the multiplayer. It doesn't affect it. It's just the splash of, hey, this is in the game. And people it doesn't pay. affect the multiplayer like at all. And um, the game, the guns I'm finding in the world, it's not like they're grossly underpowered and I have to buy something else. Like I'm able to take down anything. And if I die, it's because I did something stupid. Like it's not because I'm like, oh, I got this like fucking bubble gun that I can't kill anything with. So. Yeah. You know, when I feel obligated to buy something, I'm enjoying it so far. It's not as good as Wildlands. It needs a little more uh, work. It is gorgeous to look at. I will say that it is. You're playing on One X, I'm guessing. Yes. Okay. And it is. Uh, it's definitely enhanced. They have a a 4K mode. I don't know if it's running a 4K, but it's definitely pretty. And uh, it's one of those kind of like control where I'm like, yeah, we're ready for the next generation. Really? As you can see, it pushing it. <laughs> Even the One X. Yeah, I've wow. had a couple screen tears. Ooh. Minor, Ooh. not as not as bad as Wildlands on the S. But I've had them. I'm just like, wow, okay, this is really uh, making this thing struggle. So next generation, baby. Yeah, we, we should be we need plopping it. our pre-orders down this time next year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was cool. actually thinking about us doing a big thing for the for a launch of the next system. Do y'all mm. want to do the camp out and pre-order and do all that? Plan it out and assuming that think it'd be a lot of fun. It'll be it'll be it'll be good. Yeah. And lastly, uh, I saved this for last because he's already uh, Cesar has played it as well. Don't want to segue this. That's that's why I said it for last. And then so. Cesar, you can segue into mine. There we go. That was all, it all works out. And then mm -hmm. we can segue into Russell's. Yep. Well, we'll do that. Finish it off for him. So your ears. Uh, let's see. So I picked up Ghostbusters yesterday. Remastered came out on Switch, Xbox One. What? What? It's, what like, it's like uh, he was, he, it's like he was in the room. Yeah, I heard it. Yeah, I heard it was a flash. I can't like consistently have my voice that deep. Is, it's weird. Play some CRVs. There you go. Bridge crew. He did a pretty good jump controls. Some Star Trek bridge crew. My cat talking to the mic. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good story. Oh, Russell, friend of the show, you're missed from 13 weeks ago. Seven million years ago. Uh, so yeah, I picked up Ghostbusters on Switch and Xbox One. Picked up the Xbox One because I figured it would be highest resolution. I picked up the Switch because it's probably portable. Well, it is portable, so... This is the... I know you love this game, but this is the I GameStop. do love this game. I played the shit of it on, uh, Xbox One, or Xbox 360, you know. This is the GameStop published remaster. Mm-hmm. So it's weird when you fire this game up, there's a whole bunch of logos and everything mm -hmm. like that, and they're all silent. I don't know if that's a glitch. No, I had the same thing it's too. It's fucking I, weird. I was turning up the volume on my TV. You thought something was wrong with your TV? Yeah, I'm just like, what the shit? And Until then you get to the title screen. Was yeah, and then, the there's, then there's music, which is really loud because I did the same shit because I was huh. turning up my TV thing and oh, it's really low. Yeah. But yeah, I don't I don't know what's up with that. I'm not really concerned. I just, I thought it was a point of mentioning. The very beginning, usually with the Sony logo, you get Sony and There's music. some sort of music, yeah, you know? Columbia Pictures or okay. Sony. There's a dog that comes in on the logo. It's because it's like Mad Dog Studios. Yeah. I figured there would be like, oh, a dog barker. You know, something. But I was okay. completely silent. You guys open the door. Best launch or splash screen or logo or anything like that. Let's Activision. Go. Which one? <laughs> uh, the, well, the Neversoft one from Tony Hawk. What did it do? I don't it had a, a slide in with the... Just, I don't know if it's the best, but it's the one I thought of immediately. Okay. With the eyeball getting shoved through with the uh, pick. You remember that? Yes, yes. Yeah. In that logo. Yeah. Okay, I see it now. That are one of the LucasArts ones with uh, the the uh, LucasArts guy. Because he always was unique. He'd rather have a lightsaber for the Star Wars yeah. game or a whip for... Uh, Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. Yeah. Uh, I like the... 
Oh god, my mind just went blank. Ubisoft, the boom, 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 yeah. boom, 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 as it's like circling in. Uh, Naughty Dog on uh, PlayStation era was a good one, where the like the doghouse would come flying in and that kind of stuff. Any thoughts, Cesar? My favorite one always, and one that always comes to memory, is always going to be the Metal Gear Solid Konami one. Of oh, the the Snatcher theme, mm-hmm. or poli- is it Police Knots that the theme comes? It's from it's Police, Police Knots. Yeah. I always remember uh, that just brief era where Sega just had an obnoxious person going Sega, Sega, the scream, yeah, or Sega. It's like you weren't paying uh, attention. That's an iconic one. Comic Zone had a different one too. What did it do? Sega. That was a good era. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was good stuff. Sega attitude. So back to Ghostbusters. Okay. I initially started playing this on the Switch. So I picked up Switch Lite, but I actually started playing this on my regular Switch. What do you uh, think of the Switch Lite? Little side note on. Uh, uh, I like it. I mean, it's it's a little awkward to keep holding. Like mm-hmm. I was uh, last night. I I was I didn't have the little case I bought for it. I'm glad I bought that case because I'd sit there and just, after a while my hand started to cramp. But I got yeah. that and it was, it was fine. Is it a case you'd recommend, like a certain one? Uh, this is a hoary one. It has like little bumpers on the back that kind of gives an extra grip. Okay. Uh, it's nice and thin. I don't really think it's a long. Like I'm gonna sit there for a long time and play it. But I was playing Dragon Quest, so. Uh, you know you're gonna put some hours in a Dragon. Yeah. Quest. So like having that case was for a grip was definitely a lot better. But um, uh, I started playing it on Switch Portable. Or handheld mode, whatever. Um, because it is super trigger heavy, I found it very difficult to play on the Switch because because you have to at least have three of those triggers you're using. The uh, left bumper, right bumper, and right trigger are all used for uh, beam stuff on the really? Switch, and they, it just it's very crampy. Okay. <laughs> I can imagine like I, I played the opening area where you had to catch Slimer, and like my hands were just like ow. So, I used to do that on uh, Wipeout on PSP, hitting those bumpers, like yeah. holding that PSP. I would put down my hands and just be like... Argh. Yeah, so I'm like, well, this is not a portable game at all. Um, so at, at that point, I was like, I'll just play on TV. I was like, wait a minute, I'll just pop the Xbox on Xbox there. version, yeah. Uh, which plays exactly like the um, Xbox 360 when You still have the triggers, but you're on a proper controller. Okay. Uh, it's fine. I played all the way through that mission. I got to the stape of uh, Marshmallow Man, which we... It's not a spoiler because he's on the box art of one yeah. of them, I believe. So uh, I got all the way to him. So that's like the second main mission. Um, Does and it, it play well on both? It plays fine on both. It's it looks better on Xbox. It's a little darker, but I think in in this particular case it looks better. Okay. Uh, it's I guess the lighting's just more. The shadows are more detailed. This was a proper remaster, right? It wasn't just a straight port. Like they there, did some upscaling and all that. Yeah. That, Higher that, frame rate. I think it's legit. High definition instead of what the 720p upconverted. Yeah, the cutscenes, certain cutscenes, like the pre-rendered cutscenes, are they still look good? They're mm-hmm. updated. There are certain other cutscenes that are pre-rendered but in-game engine. They don't look as good. Okay, it's not horrible. A lot of the mono and their crackle. That stuff doesn't. You're talking about in the audio. Like you can tell when it transitions like yeah, that. Yeah, that's a lower quality, <clears throat> a lower quality audio. Yeah, there I remember is, that everything the takes a, a slight downgrade. Like when you first God of War games did that, those in engine things. When you first, the first time I noticed it, when you first go into the Ghostbusters thing and uh, Janine's on the phone or whatever, I'm just like, whoa, what the hell happened? Like, yeah, you get the shrink of the screen <laughs> and they were like that on the blur. original. 
No, because no. you didn't notice it. Because it was it just much. yeah. It was on the native aspect on that one. I think they just ended up, they didn't go back and redo it. They just took the original video. Gotcha. Like it's still fine. It's not super noticeable, but I mean, anyone like us will will, will pick it up immediately. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but it played fine. I liked it. Um, it's good shit. There are no gyro controls on the Switch, which is disappointing. I felt like that would that was a missed opportunity. Gyro controllers uh, are tilt controls, as we would like to say. Always yes, a, do. Always a good thing for like uh, like Turok had them and oh, what was like a uh, Jedi Knight had them. It made the game so much easier. So always using Zelda with the bow. And they said uh, Overwatch will have it too. So oh yeah, so, I know people will be spamming the hell out of that. It's like yeah. mouse and keyboard. Um. Do you think the gyro controls would have helped with one of those beam management no. things on there? No. It would have helped me aim, though. Okay. Because uh, not, not only that, but you're also trying to have to aim with the right stick, and you're trying to do all that. It's, it's Gotcha. It's quite the painful. Get a big, comfy controller for Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> Probably best. So Xbox or PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I have it. I have Play a pre-order for PlayStation, and the store did not call me to come pick it up, so I forgot about it. Yeah. Yeah, I've noticed that. I don't that. pre-order often. Because I think uh, they stopped doing that for whatever yeah, I think reason. they stopped doing it in general. But oh, yeah, I, you want me to come get it? I, I had just, a long list of I people I had to call on Tuesday it. mornings. Yeah. I, I just, forgot it was coming out. I just ended up just doing them. I actually did their .com service and just paid online and picked up in store. And that worked fine. Nice. So, oh. Surprisingly, they, they finally got it to where Best Buy and if Target and everybody else does. So. If you do a pickup in store, yeah, I mean... They, I didn't know that was an option anymore or they, that they had started doing Never that. do it at the one near... Uh, 138 Walmart because they never they gotcha. always say it's not available even though I know damn well it is they just canceled the they just canceled mm-hmm. immediately they don't want to look for it yeah but so the one on the, the other two are pretty good yeah I did in the moral store so all I ended up doing was you just go in there add it to your cart I paid with PayPal oh, um, damn I should have got you to pick up mine and yeah and I paid with PayPal and they have a separate station where you just have to go in there and you don't have to do anything. They just click that you picked it up and mm-hmm. they send you an email, your receipt. You yeah, I've done, I've done that several times. It's super convenient. Cool. I might start shopping Which anymore. Is, that was one of the my strikes against them was this stuff's bullshit. I think it's even easier than a lot of other ones because yeah. they ask for less info. Cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. They just, the guy's like, I just got to check your ID and camera before I hand it to you. Oh. That's it. If I can do that yeah. in PayPal, I'm golden. Yeah. Just okay. cake. It works fine. That's good to know. Thank you, guys. The f- the struggling flailing about retailer floundering <laughs> floundering about. They also fixed their uh, power up rewards things because I picked up a Samurai Showdown yesterday. Yeah. On PS4 is like twenty twenty five. I think I got it for. Nice. Because it, it went down uh, to thirty, so it was the the game the Elite Pro was like thirty. Yeah, we and, still get our twenty percent. But they took away the five dollar off thing because they were fixing their stuff, but they added it back in. They finally got it fixed. So. You could actually make coupons again. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Good sitting. On, I'm sitting on some points. I'm gonna mm-hmm. have to grab something. Next buy two get one or something. I'll jump on a couple. Yeah, yeah. Speaking during the holiday season, most likely. I just grabbed um, that Yoshi's Crafted World GameFly. Had it for a thirty. Oh, do I? Yep. So I've been sitting it. there. I was like, ah, let's I have ahead. a GameFly coupon right now. I need to see if it's still up there. Hit it up. Yeah, nothing to add of mine. I think Michael got further than me. I just got through the, the first level. So. Is it good? Do you guys recommend it? Because I'll, I'll yeah. keep my pre-order and go pick it up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it was written uh, by Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis. So That's awesome. I saw on there they put in Love and Memory of Harold Ramis. That's, That's one cool. of the changes they put yeah, on there. Yeah, it wasn't at. Very cool. Because I know he just recently passed. Um, mm-hmm. 
But yeah, I mean, this is a uh, legit what they saw as a Ghostbusters three before they started doing. They're on the second reboot now, so. Mm -hmm. They're not sticking with the female cast. Uh no, I don't think it brought in. I don't. I don't think it brought in the numbers they wanted to bring in. Has anybody seen that one? I had high hopes for it. I didn't I watch seen it yet. Though. Really? No. Uh, two of those people get on my nerves, so I intentionally didn't watch I've it just for that. I've heard good things <laughs> gotcha. about it, but I do like Paul Fig, so he, he's a uh, he's a good director, and I liked a lot of his stuff when he was working on The Office and doing direction on that. So The Office, yeah. Uh, he also did a lot of your your favorite guy that you don't like. Um, my favorite guy I don't like, the Cam who, Newton. The guy who does a uh, talk soup. He did a lot of those he's shows. He's just annoying. Yeah. Yeah. I get did, his shtick, but he yeah. just annoys me. He also did the. He was the executive Joel producer. McHale. Yeah, Joe McHale. All he was also the executive producer of the Joe McHale show that didn't make it on Netflix. So gotcha. He was in a lot of the episodes too because they always go to Paul, <laughs> <laughs> like randomly. He just look at the camera like uh. <laughs> fourth wall. Yeah, yeah. Outside of that, I mean, I'm playing much. I mean, I also uh, I did pick up Fade to Silence. It was. I've been looking at that for a while. Uh, but forty nine fifty nine is just too damn high. What is Fade to Silence? Uh, it's made by uh, was it Black Force? The people who do the Guiana Sisters. Black Force Ham. I was thinking gummy bears. Yeah. Oh, that works too. So uh, basically, I fired it up. I only played like an hour last night. I just wanted to try it out. It was on sale on uh, GameStop. That was also another one I did uh, pay and pick up in store because it was like for whatever reason everybody's been having it for forty nine, and I've been looking at it because I've been kind of interested in it. But is I think a they THQ have THQ Nordic game. Mm -hmm. I think it's like fourteen ninety nine at GameStop right now. So I went ahead and was like, eh, fuck it, why not? Uh, outside of that, it's 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 a thing. I, survival I, I, horror. Yeah, I, I do like some survival horror. I fired it up, and it's a lot of uh. There's two different modes. There's a casual mode, and there's an exploration mode. And it seems like there's a lot on there where you have to rely on picking up resources. Uh, you start out as a character who's getting attacked by like these demons, and. Yeah. Which is kind of like almost like Dark Siders with that weird little demon thing, where it's not the Mark Hamill type character, where it's kind of funny and cheap character. Mm -hmm. uh, but this one's kind of like I'm not done with you yet. It's whatever's on that cover right there, and he kind of possesses his body. He he dies from these uh, shadow like creatures, and so you get these powers where you can attack them, and you have to use it like a like a torch. Kind of looks like the demon from Mononoke almost. Basically, and he kind of talks in your head this whole time, and you're fighting against him. Like there's some stuff on there you can do and not do, and it takes a pieces of your life hmm. i think the big shtick on it mm -hmm. is that is it is a lot of resource hunting uh based on that game so like you have to hunt resources and uh i haven't like i said i haven't gotten far with it yet it was just something i was interested in playing um i saw co-op there's a co-op mode yeah i haven't gotten that far with it yeah mm. i think so there is one i'm picking it up you recommended it i'm picking yeah. it up 14.99 i finally that's finally the price i wanted to pay for because it, it for whatever reason i didn't see it drop in price for a lot and i was like why is this game 49 dollars it, it wasn't really uh received well but what, from what I played with it, it's pretty interesting. Um, I mean, other than your just father kind of saves his, his daughter in the beginning of the game, and now I'm like kind of like building up the settlement and moving out throughout the the world. So I played about an hour of it last night just to uh, just get a feel of it. Um, kind of like same thing with Ghostbusters because I, I didn't play much this week. I just got to that point where I'm like, ah, I should play something. Just Fade a little bit to silence. Yeah. Um, I don't have two copies in my cart. It's already glitching out on me. Y'all recommended it, and now it's shit in the bed. Now I, need, I was like, I need five copies. Mm -hmm. uh, outside of that, I did uh, go through the medieval demo. It's really short. I've yet to download that. I keep it threatening. Literally, only takes like not even an hour. It's like thirty wow. minutes. It's the you start on the tomb, 
Okay. And you can unlock Dan's helmet as a downloadable skin. I don't think it adds anything other than this is the helmet he died in, as you so <laughs> lovingly uh, mention every time we talk oh, about it. Oh, man, it's great. Um, it's just that first tomb level where it kind of tells you on how to play the game. Uh, secondary weapons, the runes open the doors, uh, attack. Um, you, you get to keep the helmet. I think it's the only way you can get the helmet. Uh, and then it takes you to the first level, which is like the cemetery. Yes. Uh, where you just go through, and it's just more basics of the game. Like, this is how, you know, don't fall in the water, and, you know, the gargoyle will sell you stuff. And, you know, it's just the basics of the game, because once you complete that level, it's in the demo. It's really, really, really short. Okay. It's kind of like its name. Um, it plays on Medieval. Does yeah. progress carry over? I don't think so <laughs> if because it's that short, it, probably. Yeah. I think the only thing it, cause you get we, the helmet. We get the helmet. It on like you find it's weird because you find the helmet. You have to go back and where you wake up and you get the helmet and it takes you to the PlayStation Store and it tells you to download and it installs it. So it's a separate install. I don't think progress will carry over. So you have to kind of go through it again. So okay, but yeah, it's Medieval. It's fun. Uh, this kid kind of gives you a feel. It's what I remember when I played it on PlayStation. So. I've always liked this series for some reason. It's very, uh, it's very solid, moves smooth. So. I'm not creating a PayPal password. All right, I'm trying to do too much at this point. What are you trying to buy stuff? Yeah, I'm trying to buy this fucking game. It's, it's trying to make me create a PayPal it's password. It's taking you to. It is taking to PayPal One, which is like a different service. Mm, so. I have that enabled. The One Touch thing. Yeah. Mm. I don't know why it does that. I'm not doing seven touches now. So. And I got my security code and everything. Like yeah. bullshit. I'll do that later. I'll find yeah, it later. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, outside of that, I, I did fire up uh, some uh, Roman Rumble in Las Vegas. Asterisk and Obliques. Yeah. What the hell is this? Double that's X why you're tweeting a bunch of stuff and yeah. Michael responding. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, they've always been good on satire, that series. I've I've played the Genesis Kings, which was made by uh, Core before they made the Tomb Raider series. Yeah. Um, Sega, really? Sega published them. They came out with one on Genesis and one on Game Gear. I've had the Genesis one when I bought my Genesis yeah, one. They actually, a lot of it. They, this has actually been out for a while, but they changed the name of it. Uh, so, it didn't have that uh, Roman Rumble thing at the beginning, because I talked about this... Yeah, you Early brought it this up. Year. You brought it up. Early this year on the podcast, I got it on Switch, and back then it was just Asterisk and Obelisk as XXL2, which like it is in uh, Europe. Why is it called Roman Rumble? Because they're coming out with a physical copy now, and they changed the name of it. Yeah, this is the the physical copy for America. It's okay. been out in Europe for a while. Uh, this is uh, just support of the PS2 GameCube and... I, mean, I don't think it was on know. Xbox. I don't know if it was on Xbox or not. This one never came out in America when... This was in 2006, right around when the console changes happened. The first okay. one we got, which was released by Atari, and it was just called Asterix Nobelix Double XL, which is actually still pretty expensive. Uh, that one's on PS2 and GameCube, correct? PS2 came, in America, GameCube. PS2 only here, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah, I have that on PS2. I want to get the GameCube one. I didn't know the series was on PS2 at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, has it, it's, um, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's got satire and has stuff on there. We'll make fun of Morrow. It's got crates that look like uh, Crash Bandicoot. Mm-hmm. Um, it, is, it is straight. Nothing but video game references, yeah. practically. Tetris, Bomberman. There's even some... Um, Fucking Larry Craft is the explorer guy. Mm-hmm. Larry Craft? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. And then the main villain in this one's Get a Fix. And, I mean, you're basically... It's just like the comics where it's just like these Viking druids are going against uh, Caesar's conquest of the world uh, from Rome. So, 
they're basically all it is is their chief uh, get a fix is apparently uh, supposedly a traitor so they're sent to uh, Las Vegas which is their version of Las Vegas that hasn't opened yet to the public Las Vegas um, and they're being led by uh, Sam Schiffer which is yeah, uh, looks Fisher. like a Sam Fisher because he has the goggles. He has the three goggles. Mm -hmm. Wow. So um, he's kind of directing them to show him he's a traitor that is a traitor, is his words. So. Oh my God, this series has been around since the Atari. Yeah. yeah. Holy yeah. shit. I mean, yeah, it's, it's based off of a comic strip. For it's a French family. comic strip. I used to dabble a little bit in it when I was living in Germany. It was a big thing in Germany. There's a lot of cartoons. That. There's a lot of uh, it's a live lot. action. It's a big thing over there. It's a lot bigger thing in Europe, yeah. There's Thanks. a Cesar's Challenge for CDI. Yeah. Caesar's Challenge. I'm all about that. I'm oh, about Asterisk challenges. and Obelix take on Caesar. Yeah. PlayStation. It's like Takeshi's Challenge. Hopefully not. But outside of that, I mean, it, it plays uh, like a, if you're in a mood for competent platform and, I mean, don't want to spend much money, that's, that's a good one. I think mm -hmm. they came out on PS4 and Switch physically. Uh, uh, they came out on Xbox physically as well, I'm pretty sure. But yeah. What do you get that through? Amazon. Just, everybody's got it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it just... It just released recently. Microids. It's been in Europe for a while. Yeah, I was surprised it came out physical. That's why I had bought it digital uh, when I did, because I was like, ah, oh, that's probably never going to come out over here. So. No, I saw it was out in Europe digital uh, physically. And yeah, I, was I, like, did. I'll, I'll I did wait. as well. I was like, I'll wait, because I know it's coming here. So. What do you do in these games, specifically? Uh, it's just a platform. It's like a 3D platformer. Okay. That's all it is. I mean, it's... Collectathon. It is combat heavy. It has combat heavy. It is some collectathon. They'll they'll do where you you'll drop in and they'll lock a room and you can like you have to beat certain amount of enemies and then there's uh, mini games for you know like if you beat this many amount of enemies in this amount of time then you get this type of emblem and uh, a lot of it's just for the shtick uh, like Mon Monty Python type humor satire stuff like that. So I Very mean cool. that's most of it what you're playing for. But I mean if you like 3D platformers from like the PS2 era, yeah. basically that's what it is. Asterisk and Obelix mm, XXL yeah. 2 remastered. Yeah, I'm glad I waited. I've been waiting for a while for. Or what's the new physically. name again? Roman uh, Rumble. Roman Rumble in Las Vegas. Okay. So that was also the name of. I thought I saw it back here. Hmm. There was one for PSP. Yeah, it was, which is I think a port of the. The same one. Yep. And DS. All right, this shit's confusing. It's like <laughs> the Kingdom Hearts of. Yep. Uh, this is French it, cartoons. Get the lore down. It's just big in Europe, and a lot of yeah, that stuff never that. hit over here. Yeah. So, I mean, most of it's just like they, you know, they just ported it over. There's quick cash. Oh God, there's an Olympic Games one. Yeah. Yeah. Asterix and Obelisk and Olympic Games. Yeah. We never got that one. Released in Europe. Yep. That in the UK's. Very cool. But yeah, I'm going through it. I put maybe a couple of hours into it. I've been waiting for this one to hit physically. I saw that the digital one was out there. I saw it was physical in Europe, and it was in my cart almost this whole year. And I was like, eh. Like Prince of Persia, PS3. Yeah, just uh, it's the, got it. the limited edition one over there. And I was like, eh, they only, I think they only had it for PS4 and Switch. Um, yeah, if it goes down, I might end up buying a physical copy on Switch just because I enjoy the series. You got the digital? Is what you I have playing? a digital one okay. on Switch, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so outside of that, I think the, the game I played the most this week is uh, You Know, A Girl Who Chants Love at the Bound of This World. You Know, A Girl Who Chants Love at the Bound of This World. A buddy of mine was playing that too. Which is made by uh, 5PB Magus, which is the uh, same group who made uh, Steins Gate. This is actually a remake of a Sega Saturn game, which was a port of an Arage PC game. 
uh, one of those uh, hentai-based games when they came out. Oh, so. wow. Here's the Saturn game. Yeah. Which, uh, we didn't get the bonus over here in America. They, uh, oh, in Japan, they... We want the bonus. In Japan, they got the original Sega Saturn version included with the game when you pre-ordered it. So. Okay. But it's not it's not Irage on the consoles, let's put it that way. Um, you do play uh, the main characters. <laughs> Is there anything you could talk about on this podcast? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you play uh, Kazue, who uh, essentially you start out in this... Uh, he's sleeping on the school on top of the roof, and he's dreaming about... Um, a uh, memory from his mother and his father uh, when he was a child apparently he lost his mother she was blind and he lost his mother when she's young and his father remarried his father just recently died uh, two months prior form. from like a rock slide yeah yeah that's what I'm reading so oh god there's a lot of characters in this yeah I've only probably maybe six hours I'm still in the school part it's like a lot of dialogue uh, there's a lot of backstory I do not like this main character because he's that typical uh, they call him the walking libido he's hitting on every female ever oh god um, and it's very like sexual window windows so that's a side character sort of you know it's not the main character but um, it is very like um, you played this before Michael no I'm saying that's that sort of character would be better as a side character. Oh, yeah, not yeah, yeah. Not who you're guiding through the yeah, adventure. Exactly. But it's very like Steins Gate, where Steins Gate had this uh, main character who's very focused on one type of thing. He wasn't like Steins Gate, he wasn't like that. The main character wasn't like a uh, pervert, as they say. But uh, as you go through the series, it's that character that kind of grows and changes. Mm. So there's a lot of uh, time based stuff in this game where um, the girl he meets is on different timelines. So it's it's interesting. It gets better as it goes along. Okay. The character does change, so that's why I'm sticking with it. But right now I'm just going through the school and you're kind of doing the background story where you he's dealing with Alpha of his his father's death and he's he doesn't know what he wants to do. He's just getting by in school and um, they're trying to encourage him to you know pick a career and he's just like he just doesn't care. So. Um, yeah, I think that's a girl ends up meeting in there later. Spike Chunsoft. And you're playing this on PS4? Yeah, yeah. I think it's on PS4 and Switch. Everything I'm playing is on PS4. The only that's Switch game I played was Lynx. Uh, Awakening. Um, I'm looking at the Steam page. It's yeah. 45 on Steam. Yeah, I think the Steam edition is the unedited one. Uh, on PS4 and Switch, they edited for consoles. Uh, Sean Layton got a hold of that one. He also got a hold of the Switch one, apparently. <laughs> they were pissed about that. <laughs> All right, now yeah. we know where he's going. Yeah. Um, it's going to Nintendo, but yeah. Outside of that, he's trying to figure out what's going on, and he's like dealing with the fallout with the death, the death of his father and interactions with his stepmother. He, it's like it's he's a, he's clearly a pervert, but he seems like a good guy when you talk to him because a lot of them he, a lot of people look down on him and he feels bad, but I think it's because of the way he bring, he brings himself out there. So, but I get the indication that he'll he'll grow as a character as it goes along, which are those are the type those are the type of stories I do enjoy. That's so. what you're hoping to see. Yeah, because he sounds like a wreck, but he comes from comes from that broken ass, you know. Yeah, the deaths and the family and all. Yes, yeah, it seems like his father blamed him a lot for the death of his mother. So whoa, God. So you get that oh, indication like on there. Right. That's exactly what I was. That's saying. what you thought. Okay. Yeah. Really, Cesar? Yep. I told you he's a pervert. So it does do those awkward situations. So. Time to die. Is there any... Is it just a visual novel? Is, is there it's, any moment-to-moment gameplay? It's a visual novel where you can go in different timelines. They just... They Search literally just finished up the anime last week. Okay. So I haven't been watching anime. I think Renee did. He said it's very good, though. Okay. And I was like, Bachelor, don't give me any spoilers because he was giving me stuff. He's like, he doesn't know if... 
he's like, he finally found the guy, and he, she's been living with the girl for years, he's been trying to figure out they're coming back to the timeline. So like, you motherfucker, don't you ruining it's ruining the story for me. Stop. <laughs> yeah, you can't throw stuff like that out there. So, yeah, but apparently it gets more complex later on. It's a it is a time based uh, visual novel. So cool. It looks interesting. I'm watching the trailer now on YouTube. Yeah, outside of the weird, awkward angles you get sometimes with some of the the women folk, but Yosh. Alrighty. But it is a visual novel, I will play it. You know, a girl who chants What's the rest of it? Lost it. Love bows it. A girl who chants love at the bound of this world. Yeah. Alright, what a hell of a title. Uh, outside that, the only other thing I played, which was on the Switch this week, was Link's Awakening. I went ahead and finished that out. Link's so. Awakening, my mm. game played. And, I mean, there's really not much to say other than, uh, I had to get used to the weird frame drops, but outside of that, once I grew accustomed to that, that was fine. So, since we recorded last, my copy came in, I started. Mm -hmm. Since you, you finished it, I'll pick up from there. Um... The frame rate is noticeable. I almost wish we couldn't see that stuff. I wish we were oblivious of it. Seems to happen mostly in screen transitions, right? I don't see it too often in battle for me. Screen transitions, and then like if I try to break the game, I can make it do it. Like it seems like once I got the rock's feather, you can jump, and he almost does like a downward slash, like Zelda two esque. Have y'all noticed that, mm -hmm. or have you used it? And you can like I can swing twice when I'm in the air. I'm like, and just knock something out. But it seems like if you go like if you go past an enemy and then you come back and you do that jump thing like like making the game render something more times than it is used to is what it seems like and you'll see that dip and it's not game breaking but it's still we just notice it so I almost wonder if it's like is it the depth of field that's like throwing it off I, don't, like, I saw it in the cutscene when when in the very beginning after the cutscene when it's scrolling up. The uh, Mount yeah. Koholint, you see it when it's going up to the egg, it like drops frames. I have a mild, like, that music that they play there is like way too chill. Bing, 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 bing. It is not that chill. And that, like, that's just a. That's it's a, like a lullaby. It's a minor gripe. I mean, yeah. it's, the game is still fantastic, but I expected bombastic, like, you know. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. And they do, they do that, um,. That like shing of the sword or whatever, mm. that's not in there either. Mm. It's just all it's super folksy and stuff instead of being epic. I like the music, but it is very calm in certain areas. The only one I don't like is the house theme. I love the house theme in the original, and they just, for some reason, it just falls flat on this one. Mm. This is a beautiful game. This is a gorgeous looking yeah, game. Yeah, engine looks great. Yeah. I just finished the second dungeon, so I did the Bottle Grotto. I still have Bow Wow. I don't have a shovel, so he's telling me all these places to dig, and I don't have a damn shovel to mm. get the seashell. I'm assuming it's seashells and rupees that he's finding. Yeah. Do you think I should return Bow Wow or go get the shovel and then keep going back and finding stuff? I mean, Bow Wow is not essential, so. Yeah, but I, I'll need him to find that stuff unless I just want to fucking randomly dig holes everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I would have the shovel regardless. Just, I would just get that. I struggled with the trendy game. I'm like automatic on the Game Boy. I, I found it every time. I found it flies out every time. It yeah. was way harder this time. Yep. I agree. So I, I like while well, I was trying to get the Yoshi doll, and I knocked him over, and then he was just in this unreachable stance. Like yeah, I he's had to, laid over on the side. I, had to I leave, think I had to leave and go back. Leave the shop and come back. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's funny how, and I was texting with Russell about this. He's he's not on the show with us this week, despite what you heard earlier. I don't know what it was an anomaly, mm -hmm. but 
it's strange how much I remember. And you had mentioned this last week or the week before, like just how much of this game you remember. And you're just going like from place to place. Like I've already done four of the trading missions, I think. And uh, this game just has so much charm. And the stuff they add, like it's kind of a diorama almost, like a claymation diorama of what I remember from the Game Boy game. So like on the far west side of the island where the kids are throwing the ball back and forth, you can see where it was just waves before. You see like off the edge of the island. So it's almost like, you know, no spoilers for the game, I guess, but it's almost like you're suspended above everything else around you. Yeah. And uh, it's just a, it's an awesome presentation. I would love, love, love a remake of either the first Zelda in this art style and everything mm. with that engine or the Oracle games. I would take the Oracle games over the I would first love one. the Oracle games. I got a feeling that's what they're probably going to do next. Yeah, I'm All right. cool with that. On that note, we'll segue into this. Do you sell both Oracle games separately or do you do an Oracle package? I mean, obviously, we'd like to pay $60 for two games once. Oh, I think you sell them separately. They're too really? different. They're too different. Or the th remember, there were supposed to be three of them. It was supposed nah, to be I Triforce, Courage, and Wisdom. Deal with what you got, but sell them separately. Might be able to finish that. Get that stuff from Capcom and make the third one and let them all link I together. Would, I would think you would finish with That'd the potential. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'd buy all three separately. I mean, I think they had a pretty good conclusion. Like, I mean, at the time, I didn't know there was supposed to be three. Yeah. Uh, or if I did, I didn't really pay They announced it at E3. I would have like never been able to tell. Stuff. I didn't feel like there was anything missing from it. Yeah. So... It's just the three, there's a missing, like it's two of the goddesses, it's not the three goddesses. Yeah. So that's the only thing, it's like, why didn't you have, I think it's Furore is the one that's not in there. Uh, you have Din yeah, and yeah. Nehru, yeah. and you don't have Furore. Yeah. But, I don't think the game hurts from it. They, they they tailored the game to fit with only two. Yeah. So they'd have to they'd have to rework certain things anyway. I would be happy with the Oracle games, but Link's Awakening is so charming, it's beautiful. It's fun to go like through these things. Like I've said, I, I, re I remember so much of this, but it's fun to see this interpretation. Like, oh, I remember this room in this dungeon. Mm -hmm. This is how it's laid out now. And it's just, uh, it's fun to play. It's beautiful. It sounds great. Uh, my youngest was watching me play that. I beat the genie as she was watching. <laughs> she was like, get the horn. I go in the next room, get the horn. She sees the conch horn mm -hmm. that you play. I may end up putting that one on the TV and kind of letting them, let them, the kids play with it and see what they think. Because it was my first game. Uh -huh. So, the reading comprehension comes around, I'll, I'll throw them to the Zeldas. Uh -huh. It's a good one. It's not too uh, heavy on that one. No, it's not. And it's, they copied the same translation over, so it's same. It's the same obscure. I always use that to, uh, when kids, uh, people wanted to buy stuff for their DS when I would sell stuff. I'm like, get a Pokemon. Yeah, you have to young, man. So it's like the best reading training ever. A friend of mine growing <laughs> up, uh, Earthbound. Yeah. He learned to read with Earthbound. Yeah. Uh, do you have any final thoughts on Link's Awakening, sir? You enjoyed every minute of it? Yeah, outside of just going into it, spoilers. But, I mean, there, I mean, there's nothing new on there. I went through, I think my favorite dungeon still on there is still the color dungeon. So where where is that? I was just going to ask you all, because I, I never encountered it when I played through on DX. You know when the kids are throwing the ball? Yeah. That building right behind. You have the to library? you have to go in the library. You have to use run to knock the book off the shelf, and you take oh, a, I saw the you book. take a picture of the directions that tells you where to move the the tombstones inside the cemetery, and yeah. you have to go to the very right side of the cemetery, bottom right, okay. and then move those uh, tombstones in that order, like one, two, three, four, and then it opens up a dungeon. That's a cool way to put that yeah. in there because I didn't remember the book being in there. In yeah, the just first just one. go it there. Awakening. And it'll, it'll. I mean, link show you past. exactly where to go. I got you. Very cool. 
Yeah. Right. That's our game's playing. Yeah, that's my favorite dungeon. Was that one. The color dungeon? Mm-hmm. It's and probably then, the shortest dungeon in the game by far. Uh, then I chose... Sword of the uh, Tail Cave? Uh, it's about the same length, yeah, maybe. Really? Then, then you get an option to choose uh, double your power, double your defense mm-hmm. permanently. Mm. And then red for power, blue for defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, that's kind of an easy game anyways. It well, is. What, do y'all, what did you pick in that? I picked regards? defense. I did defense. power. Power? No, I just go through the bosses quicker. Yeah, I was just hitting one hits and everything, and everybody was dying. Oh, God. Yeah. I get the genie faster than I thought I would. So I remember, speaking of the slowdown and all that, like, the way I played the genie is, is the same way I played it since 93. I have my sword out and the rock's feather, and I stand in a corner, and as he starts shooting the balls, I, like, jump to the right. Mm. And then as he starts doing them that next round, I jump to the left as the balls are coming. And I remember on the Game Boy when that's when I would get the slowdown. It's like as those fireballs are coming at you and you're jumping at the same time. It had, all games have lag to a certain extent, but a patch for this one would be would be kind of cool. Yeah. I don't, I don't see any of the lag in dungeons. It's only in the overworld and that opening. Did you encounter any in the dungeons? Not that, that you I remember? think of. Yeah. yeah. It's only transition screens yeah. is what I noticed it the most. Yeah. Because the original game was, you know, you got to the edge of the screen and then it would load the next screen over and Link would kind of teleport over, like Mega Man style almost. Well, anybody that's played those original Zelda games knows what the screen transitions to. Mm-hmm. All right, hour and a half. You guys got anything else? Sounds good. Nope. Twitter and Instagram is no podcast. Make sure you check us out. We'll uh, put some more stuff up there. We got good and then we got worse at it again. Uh, you can find this podcast on Apple iTunes. Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and SoundCloud, and some other stuff. Probably. Overcast, Overcast, okay. yeah. It's really just a kind of like Stitcher. It's an over- overlook it's a, the Overcast. We always overlook the Overcast. I like Overcast just because of the features of the client. Uh-huh. I downloaded another one last week, but I didn't really mess with it. Castbox. Castbox. Because over, oh look, thank you, Cesar, for my thumbnails here from hey. the, from your visual novel game. It's your, uh, your research, not mine. <laughs> it's on your yeah. screen. It's on my to, iPad. I didn't tell you to put that in there. <laughs> you weren't supposed to search for it. Yeah, hey, man. Yeah. You do your own damage. I can't. I, you sit there, you're blaming me for the porn. You look up. I'm oh, like, God. It's your I was like, hey, novel. Yeah. I was like, hey, man, I can't help you. No, I was looking for another podcast client. I love Overcast, but my watch does not update anymore, so I cannot run the native Overcast. Apple Watch client, mm-hmm. but it's not a big deal. I'll just pull out my phone and pick it from there. Um, is that everything? We covered all of our stuff. Mm-hmm. Episode will be up Tuesday, maybe a little bit earlier this week. I'm not sure. You say that every week, but it always goes up Tuesday. So hey. Tuesday it is. I'm routine. Except for Wednesday on vacation, mm-hmm. which, which is allowable. All right, I think that's it. Thank you guys for joining us for another week, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Adios. Bye. Are there any other popular uh, content items at the gym on the TV besides football? Yes, yeah, majority of that are in CNN. What about how somehow the United States is in shambles constantly? That's how you get all your finance stuff, like mortgages and everything. No, my gym is always uh, CNBC. And I'm forced to watch interest rates, uh, energy sector going down, jobs, jobs, salary rates. It's nonstop. I absorb all of it because I'm forced to it. Michael, is your job and salary rate also decreasing? Mm-hmm. Not that I know of.
that I'm aware of. All right, we're know. good. Me either. I don't really have an option if it is, so. 